When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production with your hosts, Wanton Wade, Buxom Bob, and Maidenly Mark. This week, there is love in the air, and many a long, strong shaft of Cupid is aimed betwixt the lads as they oil each other up and get ready to probe and penetrate the underside of L'Amour. Yes, it's time for the Valentine special, or the Distractable Threesome. Please prepare thy camcorders and, um, enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Distractable, the podcast where we get distracted pretty easily. I'm your host today. I'm Wade. I'm joined by my Valentines, Mark and Bob. Hi, guys. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good and or bad, depending. What? Depending on what? what? <laughs> you could say depending. I don't know. I just wanted to give a vague answer. Yeah, you're covering all the bases of emotion today, depending on how it goes. Yeah. I get that. I understand that. Just in case. You never know. You're just promoting this episode. You don't know where it's going to lead. Yeah. You know, who knows how things will be in five or ten minutes. Did you not plan out Valentine's Day? Was Molly, like, expecting something and you just realized that you don't have anything to do? Well, I made a couple of good and or bad decisions for Valentine's <laughs> Day, including having some guests over so that it's not our special day with just the two of us. Oh, nobody wants to be alone as a couple on Valentine's yeah. Day. You want to have a lot of people over. Enough about me. No privacy, no intimacy. Party, dude. Isn't that what happens when you go out to a restaurant on Valentine's Day and you're surrounded by just nonstop couples? You're all kind of sharing that experience. And it's they cram the tables in on Valentine's Day. But everyone collectively agrees to ignore the existence of everyone else there. Yeah. When you have guests at the house, it's not a bunch of couples sitting at tables three inches away from each other, like angling their shoulder and never making eye contact. Yeah. Guests at your house want you to talk to them, mm, let I them in. I go up to every couple at a restaurant, and, well, at least pre-pandemic, I would go up to every couple at the restaurant, like shake their hands, say congrats on being together. <laughs> Try their food. Yeah. Hey, this is delicious. You're that one guy, you walk in, you're like, hey, I'm Wade. <laughs> it's nice to meet. And everyone is like, oh my God, I'm trying to eat some chicken finger. Yeah. I have literally been in a restaurant where I was closer to the couple next to me than I would if I sat next to you, Bob. <laughs> like, they were, their elbow was in my plate. That's how close we were. <laughs> and I could hear everything. There was no privacy at all. Great food, but just like too dense. <laughs> yeah, so awkward. No, I get that it's like, we need as many tables as possible because that's how we make money. But there's got to be like a minimum distance that tables are required. The worst thing for me is I'm big, right? I'm tall, but I'm also like heavy. I'm thick. I don't fit between things the same as other people. And I've been in that situation where it's like, you know, there's like a row of tables that are all three inches apart. And the waiter is like, okay, have a seat. And I'm like, 
where are we going to move the tables or do I climb over? <laughs> do I need to go to the end of the bench mm-hmm. and, and ask everyone to get up so I can slide into my seat? Like, how does this work? <laughs> Maybe just do some research and pick better restaurants for Valentine's Day. I don't, I don't know. That's my recommendation. No, no. No, you just go to no. the first one you find. No. All right. Well, fair enough, I guess. Uh, at least, you, you, guys, at least you guys thought about it. I, I just, you type uh, into the Google, fancy romantic restaurant, food, dining, eat out, happy pun time. And then you click on the first restaurant you find and you make a reservation. Boom. Holiday. Mm-hmm. You wake up in a cold sweat. Go, <gasps> oh, no, I forgot. And then <laughs> try your us. best. Honey, I got us a reservation for 345. <laughs> it's cool to eat dinner really early now. I definitely booked in advance. I didn't forget about this and get a last minute reservation at a terrible mm-hmm. time. I picked this time specifically. I booked this months ago and got the <laughs> coolest time I could, which is 3.45 in the afternoon now. Don't worry. It's only in downtown Cincinnati in February at 8 p.m. Outside, it'll be fine. I got you the best restaurant. They call it Au Chalet. <laughs> it's uh, really something special. Dude, when there is German in the name of the restaurant, you know it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Did you say Oh Charlie's in German? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that what the combination I just heard? The only restaurant that came to mind for German was Fuddruckers, and I'm like, yeah, I don't no, think that's, that's German. <laughs> Darling, I've got some beautiful reservations this evening. We're going to be eating it. Skyline Chili. <laughs> it's a Chili. Skyline Chalet. Mm. That sounds French. Mm, it's not. <laughs> and then afterwards, we should be going to a very exclusive dessert restaurant called Graaitas. <laughs> All right, well, actually, that's, that's not bad. That was a pretty <laughs> good one, though. That's a pretty good place to go. I thought you were going to say, like, they have this wonderful thing called a frosté at Windows. We've got an audience with the Queen. <laughs> the Dairy Queen, yes. <laughs> I, I hear she can summon a blizzard on command. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Valentine's Day. All right, we're good at this, guys. We're good so at this. So romantic. Well, thankfully, despite our uh, our horrible ideas for what a good Valentine's Day is, mm. I think we're pretty safe with our partners because you guys you guys definitely did the thirty six questions, right? When you found uh, Mandy and Amy, mm. the what? The what? The thirty six questions. You know, to fall in love with anyone, do this. And you ask your partner thirty six questions. I probably have asked her 36 questions in the decade we've been together. No, 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 no. The New York Times posted this, I don't know, a while back. There was a study done by Arthur Aaron, and there was this big thing where, uh, I don't remember, Daniel Jones, I think, posted this article that listed, basically, there's 36 questions. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to ask uh, your potential partner these questions. And the idea is that mutual vulnerability fosters closeness. And so if you guys answer these questions, it'll bring you together and you'll be in love or something. I actually do know about this. And do you know that in that study, I forget what the exact percentage is, but like... A surprising number of those couples went on to be married Mm. from that study. Like, I don't know if they're still married, but I do know that it was a non-zero number. (laughs) How many? (laughs) Most of them, and by most of them, I mean somewhere between 1% and 99%. I mean, that. look, I'm not going to, like, throw out there that I know what I'm talking about until I research it. That's what we do on this podcast. Uh Uh-huh. Thorough research. Uh That's what we do. If anyone listens to our podcast and thinks that we're a factual scientific podcast they're at the wrong place i like the idea of the researchers who did this just after a 
every couple was done, they're like, hey, if we toss you like a couple grand each, you guys get married for a couple months? Mm -hmm. just, 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 to, just to prove a point. It's just, just an academic paper, right? No one will read this. And enough of them were like, 5,000. And they're like, yeah, done. <laughs> done, done. Yeah, we got funding for this. Uh, we can swing that. Yeah. So five grand each and uh, just, you know, go to Lake City or whatever. Have a nice time. I don't, I don't know how many people were in the study, but at least two couples went on to get married. It's pretty good. There might have been more. Were they strangers? Uh, yeah. It's pretty good. That was the point of the study. They got strangers to get in there and do these questions. Huh. Well, what if we, mm -hmm. and by we, I mean I, read these questions to you two and you have to answer them during the show today and we'll see if you guys are ready to get married by the end. Wait, so it's a competition to see who falls in love with you? So you judge this. I love this, Mark. But no, not us. We're competing for Wade's oh, love. Oh, we're competing for Wade's love. Yeah, Ooh, at the end okay. of this, he's going to be in love with one of us. Guaranteed. That's how this oh, study works. guaranteed. Okay, yeah. So whoever he's in love with, that's the winner. He will propose to mm -hmm. and then we'll meet up yeah. mm -hmm. in Vegas and have an Elvis wedding. I'll ask you guys all 36 questions i'll give you a point for each question based on who i think had the better answer at the end uh -huh. we'll see who had the better of the 36 answers and statistically you will be in love with the person with more points yeah. it's a good thing it's not an even number so we can't tie mm -hmm. well i'll give a bonus point for uh whoever's taller biggest. or something at the end i don't know <laughs> yeah taller biggest taller, yeah, biggest taller. Wait, hold on. uh feet uh, damn it biggest feet <laughs> i got big feet so you know that's pretty good for me mm. all right i'm giving a point to bob for biggest feet <laughs> i i could probably beat you on single adrenal glands size because i only have one and it swells in proportion whenever you lose one of your organs the other one compensates right mm. that's why yeah. lance armstrong he only has one ball but it's huge all right no more bonus points i gave two to mark for single adrenal gland size <laughs> one to bob for feet so let's... <laughs> well i got two feet he only has one adrenal gland yeah but it's huge i'm huge I can squish your adrenal gland with one of my feet. Please don't. The other one, just watch. <laughs> you love me yet, Wade? Uh, all right, I'll give three points to Bob for feet, two to Mark. Wait, if, if you stepped on my adrenal gland for like five seconds afterwards, I would be fucking manic. <laughs> it's just a sack filled with adrenaline. It just leaks out, and I just squeeze it like a like a little water balloon, and you're just like, oh, oh my God. That's what it is, right? Wouldn't that happen? Isn't that what would happen? I don't know if that's that's how it works. I don't know. I have no uh, idea. I get, I'll look it up later. Later. All right. Well, in order to break the tie, you both have three points at the start. There we go. Okay, cool. All right. <sighs> okay. Tiebreaker. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. 
It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh... <clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way. All right. So first question, uh, which one of you wants to go first on these? Uh, rock, paper, scissors? Uh, sure. Yeah, rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. I got a rock. I had paper. Ah, damn it. Did you have paper? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I totally did the hand motions and everything. I didn't just listen to you say rock, paper, scissors, and then say what you were doing, and then say, well, the one that beat you. That wasn't what I did. Ah, uh, fair is fair. Okay. All right, for outsmarting Mark, then I guess Bob gets to go first. <laughs> I should have clapped. That would have really sold it. I should have just like, rock, paper, scissors. Well, <laughs> yeah, going first might not necessarily be an advantage here, because it gives Mark more time to think about this. Yeah, sh uh, sure. That's how this is going to work. Oh, I'm very desirable. It's an advantage for me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then here we go. Let's kick this off. Uh, question one, Bob. Mm -hmm. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? That's an interesting choice. Um, I would say mm, there's a couple people. Do they have to be alive? No, I'd say I'd say not. Oh, well, this is gonna be emotional then. I would say I would love to have one more dinner with my maternal grandmother. Um, and before she had Alzheimer's and she passed away uh, a number of years ago now. Uh, but I would love to have one more dinner with her uh, before the Alzheimer's really started to progress so that I could just talk to her about, you know, how things have gone. Mm, that's really right. nice. I get my sense of humor from her. Mm. Also, my glittering positive attitude that you guys are so familiar with, I'm sure. Mm. Uh, but yeah, she, she got to attend Manny and my wedding, uh, which was great. But at that point, short-term memory was almost gone, like mostly gone. I would love to catch up with her and just like get to share with her, you know, how life has gone. I think she would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know about YouTube and stuff back then. I wasn't doing that yet, or not not as much. I think that would be nice. Oh. And, you know, to hang out with family. I would have my whole family. That's really nice. Uh, follow that one up, Mark. Good luck. I I literally, and this is super, anyone alive or dead in any time in history, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fair. I want to have dinner with, like, one of the first humans. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever you would qualify as the first human who, like, was in any way capable of speech or something like that. I, I doubt I'd understand them. Sure. But just because I want to see what that's like. And also, they would be so freaked out. So I might die at this dinner. But I just think it would be a fascinating experience. If it's just, like, an experience to share a meal with anybody ever, like, I don't really care about a lot of other people i mean bob great thing <laughs> with your grandma i get that i could pick that tea. he stole it i could have done that but... uh, yeah, i took your idea no huh? no no just like i really just want to see just from a like a experiencing the roots of humanity kind of thing i just like i think that would be so fascinating they'd probably kill me you know that's interesting oh, that's 
Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I think that that's a very that's like a very interesting answer. I do have to give the point to Bob. Oh, come because, on. <laughs> uh, personal relatability, which is what this is all about, is I think if I could have a meal with someone, it would be my grandma who passed away back in like 05. I would love to have one more meal with her just to, for her to see like where I've gone in life and the things that we've gotten to do, the three of us and so on and so forth. First human would be interesting, though. I'm not going to lie. Trying to just communicate. Mm -hmm. assuming that you know they would be calm enough to understand like you know going to sit down at a meal yeah and not just like i don't know hitting a snail with a rock or something i said civilized yeah, it would be fascinating <laughs> i think it would be an interesting task to pick who that is too. yeah exactly because yeah. like right? defining what what level of communication they would have yeah and what, from what time they'd be because there are lots of humanoid i don't know what are they hominins, hominins i'm not yeah. a, i don't know these things but like there's probably a lot of generations of creatures exist you know yeah beings that aren't really like human as we know it mm. but our predecessors that's a very interesting idea in general yeah i would leave it as like an open-ended thing like monkey's paw style like you're making a wish to a genie and you didn't get specific enough i would just say right. first human and i would want to know what shows up right yeah that would just be if it's a baby it's, i'm gonna be disappointed but like, like <laughs> hopefully they're an adult, adult adults only okay <laughs> this is gonna be at a sandals no kids allowed there's just two aliens like like standing next to a test tube and there's just a human baby and then they're like well we made this first human yeah. <laughs> it's that it's that dude from the uh the the alien movie the the big tall like pasty white dude uh who who drank the black goo and dissolved you know he's like got the cup in his hands like oh, huh. i'm gonna have to move us on because we do have a lot of questions all right. okay all right fine that is interesting Fine. All right. Question two, Bob. Why is he going to go first? You, oh, wait. Are we alternating? Go Do I go first the whole time? Oh, I, I can alternate this. Yeah, alternating. Right, so I'm open to whatever. Do you want to alternate, Mark? Yeah, let's alternate. Yeah, Mark, let's you alternate. go first this time. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right, Mark. <laughs> would you like to be famous? <laughs> if so, in what way? <laughs> oh. Can you imagine what that might be like? Uh, I mean, it's interesting though, from the perspective of having some fame. Like, yeah, honestly, like I'm not as famous as a lot of celebrities out there. Definitely, like Bob and I. Yeah, yeah, like you guys. You guys. Oh are. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but but it's kind of that thing where my whole life, and I think most people's lives, like I enjoy this like casual anonymity of going to restaurants alone, and you know, it's not like I'm bothered if someone comes up and recognizes me. But now it's like a constant thought. Definitely like the benefits of like being able to make whatever I want and the, the ancillary things of, you know, I have an audience and I can create things. I don't think you could ever separate those ideas. Like you couldn't do what I am doing right now. And to the level of success that I'm able to do it, you know, if, if this podcast, we did a podcast, but no one was listening to it, it would still be fun. And I imagine we would probably do it. But considering you can't separate those ideas, like I do think I'd still want to have like that level of fame. Because when you live in a world with other people, you have to interact in some way. And when you want to share the things you create, it just has to be. Like nowadays you see a lot of like faceless YouTubers or like people that hide their appearance or identity. And I'm sure everything comes out eventually. Like you can't hide forever. But you know, I don't even think I would want that. You know, I, I think I'm good where I am. I, I'm in a very comfortable spot. All right, Bob? Nope. <laughs> all right cool i mean so i would not judge i mean it's not a thing you can judge anyway but like i i i don't look down on being famous at all i think it's very cool it's like you said mark if you're the kind of person like you are where you're creative and you're making things you want people to watch them like the point is to make it and to make what you want mm -hmm. but you get a lot of enjoyment out of making something and being proud of it and then someone watching yeah exactly and like this is why people you know there are like streamers who stream to a handful of people five ten whatever and they're not famous or anything but it's 
fun to stream, even if it's to a small group or to make YouTube videos or whatever, you know, there's a lot of ways you can make art or creations and you just want someone to appreciate it. Mm -hmm. You want to be proud of it yourself. And, and I totally get that. But the things that come along with it seem exhausting to me. My, my main experience with this is the summer that Mandy and I lived in DC when you came and visited and we did like a charity stream and hung out and it was really fun. But the whole time you were there, you had to wear, if we ever went in public, you had to wear a hat and sunglasses Yeah. or else like we were all just walking around and in the distance, you'd always just be like, wait, is that Mark? Are you Mark? And people would come up and it's like you said, like I don't begrudge anyone. If people have recognized me in public too, like I'm, I'm in your videos, people know my face a little bit. I'm never mad. But it always, I'm not like prepared for that. Mm -hmm. I've had so many experiences where I'm like at a grocery store, not in a context where I'm ready for someone to be like, hey, are you Markiplier's friend? And they come up and they're like, oh, dude, I love drawing Minecraft. And I'm like, yeah, do you know where um, Ritz crackers are? <laughs> they're like, oh, can you like, can we get a picture? I'm like, oh. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know what. And, you know, like, I'm just not that person. Mm. I do. I can't imagine what someone like, I don't know, like George Clooney or, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson or like anyone with that level of celebrity where it's like you're known by every human alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type thing. I don't know what that's. But even your where you are, Mark, you're very famous. Wherever you go, it's pretty likely there, there's going to be someone there who's like who will recognize you who might be bold enough to like, you know, interrupt while you're eating dinner or whatever. Yeah. I, I just can't live that way. That's so much. Yeah. And like, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. It would drive me insane. I would eventually, I would be that guy where someone's like, oh my God, you're Bob. Can I get an autograph? And I'd be like, go away. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm at the CVS for uh, my tummy's upset and I need anti-diarrheal medicine. I don't want to take a picture with you. And then it's like, I would be that guy, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. after some amount of time. I don't want that life. That's not good for me. It's weird though, right? It's weird answering this question from the fact that we've experienced both a level of fame and the before times. Where we the, the before times. The before times. Because <laughs> like, I like where I'm at too. Um, seeing like, I remember going to LA and we were trying to go to dinner one night. We had to walk like three or four blocks and we got stopped like five or six times in that short walk. People like, were like, Mark, Mark, Mark. Oh my God, you're Mark. And it's like, that's really cool getting to interact with fans. But like you said, like, you're not even like we, you, whatever are not even like the most recognizable faces on the planet. Like it gets no. crazier than even that. Yeah. And at, at some point you completely sacrifice having privacy and getting to have any bit of normal existence. And I definitely don't want that. I think I would like to have some like where I'm at right now. Cause I do love attention. I do like eyes on me. I love my career and the podcast, everything else we do, but any more than where I'm at. And it would be, that would be too much hmm. because I still like having a somewhat normal existence getting to go out to a restaurant and occasionally run into somebody is nice but having to go out every time like wearing a disguise or something so that i can just buy a loaf of bread would be terrible is this just a big long way of saying bob gets the point is that is that what you're leaning no up i'm to? agreeing with you so you actually you got the point <laughs> oh well, hey thank you hey Whoa, thanks pal you agreed with what i thanks, said thanks pal thank you yeah, he said he wanted some fame and i want some fame he said he's happy where he's at i'm happy where i'm at i, I, mm -hmm. I relate to that yeah see he's perfect we both don't want more fame but we both are attention whores unlike you bob thank you i'm definitely not an attention whore that's true well, guys whenever you see bob in public just rush him don't ask for that autograph ask him how his tummy's doing how's the hemorrhoids bob? bad bad <laughs> tummy's bad oh, god tummy update not good <laughs> next episode bob's tummy based on our current progress we might be skipping a few questions uh, no just, no uh, no you just go faster this is a six hour long episode let's go all right speed rounds all right before making a telephone call bob do you ever rehearse what you're gonna say not ever 
for any reason. Ignore the fact that I'm far away from the microphone. I thought <laughs> no, I had more time to grab a water bottle. Yeah. No, never. I, I, I like to call, and sometimes I forget why I called, and someone's like, hello? And I'm like, hi, who's this? Oh, shit, no, yeah, I know I called you. And I start talking. Yeah. Beautiful. Dude, Mark, what about you? Dude, I don't even rehearse going into this podcast. Like, why would I rehearse for a phone call? Great, it's a wash. No points for anybody. <laughs> Question four. Oh, okay. Mark, you're first. What would constitute a perfect day for you? Oh, man, probably just a day where no one contacts me. <laughs> Beautiful. You want fame and attention, but no interaction. All right, Bob, what about you? Uh, uh, it would be a fun... One of the West Coast tour days is probably pretty close. That was really fun. And Mandy was there, and like a bunch of friends were there. We did a show, then we hung out. It was awesome. Something like Beautiful. that. Beautiful. Point to Bob. Okay. I like human contact. It gets to be too much sometimes. But I definitely need like some attention on me at some point in the day. We're, yeah, we're starting to pick up this idea here. We get you. We hear you. All right. Uh, it's not about me. It's about us. Uh. By us, I mean me. Um, Bob, I think you're up again. When did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? Uh, this morning, like in two hours ago. What'd you say? I sang to myself. I took a shower this oh, morning. Okay. That's true. And uh, we've been listening to the Encanto soundtrack on repeat. And so what I'm just doing stuff, uh, I'll just be like, I don't talk about oh, no, no, no. Over and over. I don't even know most of the words of the song. I just know the chorus. Mark, you're an L.A. campfire guitar guy. What about you? Hey, whoa. whoa. This seems a little... I got personal. <laughs> this, is, this is a little extreme. Not to imply anything, but uh, when's the last time you sang to yourself? I mean, like, both parts of that question was this morning, because, like, I'll just randomly mumble anything. But then when Amy, like, gets in the room, it'll just be like, poop my pants. Poop my pants. I have just pooped my pants. It's a lot of pooping my pants I sing about. Um, that sounds like a joke, but I know that it's not. <laughs> Which part? The pooping pants or that I do this? The singing in general yeah, about no. a lot of poop and other themes. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot, lot of poop, a lot of butts, a lot of singing about that. Yeah. I so. uh, hum the Dead by Daylight soundtrack to me sometimes. I don't really care to play the game all that much, but the do, 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 do. But I always replace it with poop. Poop, poop, pee, pee. <laughs> hey, we are one of a kind here. Two peas in a pod. <laughs> All right, point to Mark. We both like poop and pee. There you go. Yeah, uh, well, whoa. Hey, yeah. hold on a second. That's that's, no, that's no, that's, that's factual. Let's move on. <laughs> this, uh, uh, Mark, you're up. Uh -huh. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Mind or body? Mind, easy. The, the idea of, like, being feeble, I don't like it, but the idea of, like, living with losing yourself you know your mind like ah yeah. oh, man that that'd be the worst so i'd have to go with mind well you bob i can't tell if it's mind or neither <laughs> i think if i was presented with this i would well no i would either, i would probably pick mind but then i would not want to live to 90 physically if i'm already i'm 32 and i already is where i am right now when i'm 90 i'm gonna i'm i wouldn't live that long <laughs> i would be alive by the power of magic mm. and it would be terrible i would not want to live that long Mm, that's like, let me keep my mind and let me decide when I've had enough physically. Yeah. All right. Point to both of you. I agree. It's mind. mind it's mind or, yeah. I, being like physically there without being mentally there, it's like, what would be the point? 
Um, Bob. Can he get half a point? He was wishy-washy about the mind. He had like a semicolon at the end of that. I was straight up mind all the way. I thought it was a decent qualifier. I mean, Are we debating know. points now? Are you really trying to debate with I'm me just right saying, now, bro? You did have some like anecdotes towards you. There are some exceptions. Just being realistic. I heard a mind butt. That's uh -huh, what I heard. Uh -huh. <laughs> I answered the question. There was no wrong answers. And butts lead to poo. That's an extra point for Bob. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> this is bullshit. Bob, do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Apparently <laughs> he does. Uh, yeah, well, it's definitely going to be either like an illness or like I'm just going to get up out of bed and collapse onto the floor. And when I get to the hospital, the doctor is going to be like, oh, no, no. <laughs> He's going with no explanation. I'm just going to feel I'm just going to have degraded so much that they're just going to be like, it's best to just let him pass. His cause of death was just it's time. In 20 years, I can't imagine how I'm going to feel, but not good. What about you, Mark? Uh, well, I mean, I've done so much stupid shit throughout my life. I know it's going to be my fault and doing something dumb. Like I will have reached a point in my life kind of past the window of being selected for any kind of space program or something. So I build a rocket in my backyard spend all of my money like no no retirement savings just blow it all on this one rocket you know jeff bezos style and i'll just like it's gonna go up and it's gonna over and it's going right back down i'll probably crash and die that's probably how it'll be i want to go peacefully in my sleep but uh based on recent experience i can't help but think that a semi is gonna find me in my house <laughs> that's not even that recent that's like a year and a half ago now come on it feels like yesterday you're gonna wake up to some headlights and a horn you're just gonna be like no you found me <laughs> <laughs> it's the same truck. He's like, I tried to do it the first time, but you live. No points for anybody because whenever we're dead, our points won't matter. Yeah, you're true. Uh, Very wise. Mark, name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Appear to have in common. Appear to have in common. <laughs> Uh, appear to have it? Is this like based on appearance or just like guessing we have in common? As if I wouldn't well, know. I, mean, I guess if you know you have it in common or if you just think you do, either way. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't have to be appearance only. Um, I mean, the thing is like, Amy and I, we are quite different in a lot of ways. We have the same sense of humor, you know, like uh, we, One. we, we like to, uh, just chill in the evenings, play video games or watch TV or something like that. She's not a big gamer, so I guess that's not really the case. We love to travel. Um... God. <laughs> Chill, travel, and laugh. Those are that's three. That's three, I guess. Yeah. When when you put it like that, no, kind of like the establishment of our relationship is kind of built on our differences. And because I love hearing her talk about things that I'm not personally interested in, but I like hearing about how passionate she is about them. And I'd like to think she thinks the same way about the things I'm passionate about. But I always like, you know me, I'm always like gushing into one thing or another. So like I'm jumping from thing to thing and I obsess. Uh so I hope she likes to listen to it. So those probably <laughs> She at least tolerates. She tolerates. Yeah, we're both tolerant. <laughs> we both tolerate. <laughs> what about you and Mandy, Bob? Um, we love, I mean, this is your answer, I guess. We love like traveling, the experience of traveling together. I guess, I don't know. I don't know how to say this. Good conversation. Mm. We we both love talking about anything. Like, and because she's a, she's a scientist, she she has all kinds of knowledge that I really don't share in or have any part of about like math and statistics and sciencey things. But we'll talk about anything. I guess we're both like smart enough, and you know, I have my own experiences. We'll just talk. We'll just talk until like two or three in the morning. I don't know if that's a thing. What that's called, but we both love doing that, and uh, we're both also really caring. It kind of comes out in different ways, but like I, 
like doing things. My love language is action. Uh, and she is a very thoughtful, caring person. Like she's never, I don't think she's ever done anything without considering like, how would this affect Bob? Or like, what decision should I make with him in mind? So like in different ways, we're both extremely caring mm. toward each other. Okay. Uh, those are both good answers. I'll give it a wash. No points. Congrats. Guys. Okay. Thanks. Somehow like a loss. Um, Molly and I like to decompress together. We like to, um, I don't know, just at the end of the day, just chat about the day, the good and the bad. And I, I think that's been, something that's really brought us closer together over the years. It's just, we always kind of have that going on. Uh, we like to laugh together, watching stuff, doing stuff. And we just like to spend time, I don't know, doing whatever together. We, we don't have to be like actively playing a game together or something like that, or actively talking about, but there's like sometimes just sitting and enjoying each other's company, watching the show or so on and so forth. Tons of other stuff too. Those are some of the first three that come to mind though. Uh, no points for me either. It's a three-way tie. Congrats. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bob, what are you most grateful for in life? Grateful for. Not great for. Grateful, grateful for. Um, has to be one thing. Or something in general. Just for what in your life do you feel most grateful? I mean... Dog or the wife. You can only pick one. Oh, this, <laughs> this sounds... I don't know a better way to say this. It's going to sound uh, wrong initially, but I guess the privilege? And obviously, like, that has specific connotations with it but i mean more in the sense of the opportunities that i have had that i totally acknowledge are basically luck i'm very privileged and lucky that my parents were good parents and supportive privileged that they were able to offer me financial support in a lot of ways to get through like college and stuff i'm lucky that i'm am smart i'm pretty clever i've leaned on that a lot I'm just very lucky, I guess, privileged or lucky that things have gone well for me. I've had a lot of opportunities and uh, done well. Okay. Bob's grateful for his white privilege. Mark, what about you? Um, <laughs> I I would probably say um, I'm grateful for like just my curiosity and drive to do things. And this is a weird thing. It's not as self-complimentary as it seems because my life is chaotic at times and I, I do jump from things. But if not this was like a sinusoidal wave, you know, a perfectly even sinusoidal wave, my my life and curiosity and drive is like, I don't know, just like a thrash metal waveform of music, just like all over the place. The peaks and valleys are very good. And when I get obsessed with something I like, I like, I love that feeling and the things that I can accomplish with. It throws so many things through the loop. Like it's just complete chaos. And I'm not fully blaming this on ADHD or whatever, but it's just like, I have a very good sense of self and I have a good sense of curiosity. And I don't know where I could trace that to a specific point in my upbringing or something like that. Uh, you know, okay. I think that so having motivation and effort, you're half Korean privilege. Got it. <laughs> 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 it could be the half German side, you know, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Uh, I got to give the point to Mark, otherwise I might look racist. So congratulations, Mark, you get the point. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this, I'm sure this uh, that question will age very well for us. Mm -hmm. um, man, I don't know, just, just lifestyle, like getting to fall into YouTube and Twitch, the podcast, meeting Molly. Uh, technically, I knew you, Mark, but getting to know you better, meeting Bob, all the friends we have and stuff. I don't know, just my entire life kind of changed uh, a decade ago. And um, I'm very grateful for all of the, you know, the good and the bad that have come in that time span, because I feel like it's been a pretty awesome ride. And it's definitely helped me grow as a person. That's nice. Um, great, guys, that was uh, nine questions. 
So we're a uh, fourth of the way there. All right. Here we go. Number 10. Uh, Mark, you're up first on this one. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Oh, no. I, I, anytime there's a question that's like, would you change anything in your past? I say no. Yeah. Because it made me who I am. I don't know what in there. Like, I could ask things like, Let's you know. Let's assume that you'd end up in the same place. Would you change anything? Assume I'd be here today on this podcast still talking. Like, everything was the same. Yeah. You would just have fonder memories or I something. mean, uh... it wouldn't drastically change like something good in your life now. Would you change anything? I'd still say no because I don't know how it would change other people, you know? That's fair. Like, I, I don't know that butterfly effect. I don't want to mess with that. I don't know how anything could go wrong. Like, I saw that movie with Ashton Kutcher. I don't want to strangle myself in the womb after the horrible decisions that I would made. I did, too. I saw the movie, too, and I still don't know where my car is, dude. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, I wish I invented Apple computers. I don't know. That seemed like a pretty good path to take. I don't think that's changing your upbringing, though. Yeah. What if I just like, I, I, for some reason, my first words as a baby was to my dad, buy Apple stock. And then, <laughs> and then everything else was the same. <laughs> what would I change about how I was raised? I would make my parents make me rich. <laughs> I mean, I, I also wouldn't change anything. I do wish... I'd had some time in life to get to know my dad or more time with like different family members that I lost early on. I wouldn't change anything because I am happy with where I've gotten. I think that loss helped me grow as a person, but there's definitely moments that like it would have been nice to have a memory or to get to, I don't know, accomplish some of the things that we've gotten to do in life and get to see how I don't know, more of my family there for those moments, stuff like that. But I overall, I wouldn't change it. Point to Bob for getting rich. All right, good answer, Wade. Uh, that's 10 questions down, competitors. <laughs> well, and, I figured uh, I'll answer two. People might care about my perspective. Maybe not. Two? I didn't answer that one. <laughs> yes, you did. Oh. Mark answered, and then you answered, and then you were like, all right, point to Bob for that You answer. said Apple stock. I thought that was your answer. <laughs> all right, Bob, go ahead and answer more. No, no, uh, no, no. I don't want to now. It's over. It's past. I got my point. That's all I really care about, really. I did. I gave you a point you didn't even answer that's, so that's incredibly pretty... unfair i think the point giving is biased like i don't want to say anything all right but it seems like i got a suspicion right, point to bob for not pointing out the bias all right uh, bob now has a two-point lead all right i'm a really good host nothing that's wrong with my hosting uh, uh uh bob you're first you got the points and you get to answer first uh so we're gonna probably skip this one the prompt is take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as make possible. it make it 15 seconds 15 seconds 15 seconds all right yeah, 15, 15 seconds. seconds go i've got a timer i'm gonna start it uh uh that, give me a second all right uh, born in Michigan, hate the Buckeyes. Thought I wanted to be a musician, that was stupid. Thought I wanted to be a lawyer, that was stupid. Didn't want to be a YouTuber, that's what I am now. We do a podcast. It turned out pretty good, I guess. Uh, let's hang out. Beautiful. Mark. All right. 15 seconds. All right. And I'm looking at this clock and... Born in Hawaii, went to Ohio, don't remember a thing. Got my hand stuck in a window, remember that? Stuck my hand in a bee bush, uh, grabbed a wasp, uh, got bit by a snake, fell off the stairs, broke my head open, uh, broke my arm, grew up, graduated college, uh, lost my virginity very late. I think I was 22 or something. And then uh, started YouTube, went through that, got a lot of stuff there, and here I am. You lose a point. That was a couple seconds over, but that was pretty good. Another point goes to Bob because you lied about graduating. Graduating college. <gasps> I didn't say I graduated college. You did. Did I say that? <laughs> you did. You did. Did I say graduate college? Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> I thought I said went through college. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. Oh uh, yeah. Well, can we get a playback of graduated college? Broke my arm. Grew up. The graduated college. Uh, there it is. Graduated college. Oh no. I think I said graduated high school. In my mind, high school, <laughs> comma. <laughs> 
college oh, was okay. after uh -huh, that. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. That's what I said. Uh huh. Well, for poor punctuation, uh, <laughs> Eastern Point goes to post. <laughs> I guess we'll see in post. I don't know. I don't know. All right, Lost right, family, right, gained right. friends, learned, tried hard. Uh, You're not a up. part of this. I want to be a part of things. You want uh, you want to get through this? You're like, oh, we're gonna run out of time. You're spending all the time. No one's giving you points at all. I will give more points to Bob. Keep this up. I give myself points. All right, you know what? Thirty points to me. Let's see if you guys top that. Right. I'm gonna host two in a row. Wow. Uh, Mark, you're first for some reason. Uh, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Uh, like superpowers? Anything. anything. Quality or ability? Anything. Anything. I've always said probably like control over time is probably the best superpower. So I would go okay. with that. Yeah. Bob, I would want. What is this called? Uh, the ability to I don't know, uh, like willpower. The ability to control my oh, decisions more carefully. Like absolute unbreakable will. That would be a good. I mean, one. it doesn't even have to be superhuman. If it was just like pretty good for a human, I have no <laughs> willpower. I don't do anything. One night I'll go to bed and be like, I'll wake up at seven tomorrow. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna just do a quick workout, have a shower. My alarm will go off at seven, and I'll be like, Oh fuck that! Oh my god! I don't even do it one time, let alone starting new habits. Like, uh, just the ability to, like, stick to a plan and uh, will myself to do the things I should be doing. Mm -hmm. That'd be nice. That would be pretty that. good, yeah. Those are both good answers. I'll get the point to Mark so he won't whine. Mm, yeah. uh, for me, x-ray vision. I want the boobies. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, uh, man. Whoa. It's good that that doesn't That's exist. A speed round. Speed round. Come on, speed round. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bob, you're first this time. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Assuming you could only ask one thing, I guess. Uh, the truth. Will I be happy with the decisions I made? All right, Mark? I mean, I, I'm going to say, Bobby, probably yes, I, I guess. I don't know what decisions you're making that we don't know about. I know. I mean, it just seems like it. But like every time I choose anything, I'm like, all right, well, I just have to live with this for my life. Yeah, I, guess I hope it's good. <laughs> uh, I probably would ask if I ever actually make it to space. I would, I would ask. Mm. I would ask that. Okay. And if the answer is no, I think I could be, I think I could live with that. But then. So then you wouldn't live a happy life because you would know the answer is no. It, well, it's not about living a happy life. Obviously, that would be like, oh, that'd be sad. Because as you know, I build my life currently with the assumption that I'm going to space at some point. <laughs> you guys know this. That's you true. Know. It's true. It is true. Oh, you're going to make it. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of with Bob on this one. We give Bob the point. I'd want to know. Like, I'd probably ask about like, you know, I wouldn't want to know how long I live. Like knowing when my death's coming, I wouldn't want to know. But like overall, that I live a happy life. Like, that, that would be nice to know. Irrelevant. The answer's no. I don't know what I would do. I guess it'd be really crushing to find out the answer's no. Irrelevant. Yeah, that's a dangerous one. Yeah, it sure is. But you know, whatever. I guess it is. Do I get to go to heaven? No. <laughs> Oh, oh God! <laughs> Is it too late? Yes. <laughs> no. God. Uh, What's the, the the thing that eight ball says? Like uh, the answer is unclear. Try again later. Ask again later. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mark, I think I know your answer for this one. At least I know one of them. But uh, mm. here's your question: Is there something you've dreamed of doing for a long time, and why haven't you done it yet? Going to space because I'm not Jeff Bezos. Wow. Because people don't listen to Distractable hard enough. We haven't been offered that podcast in space deal. Hey, SpaceX, if you got some sponsorship bucks you want to send our way, I think we got a test astronaut for you, huh? Yeah, I, I'm fine. I don't really want to go to space, but Mark can have my ticket, too. He can go twice. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, what about you, Bob? I have always wanted to own either a modern 
sports car or like a 67 Mustang or something. I love cars, but I don't know how to work on them. I like, I want it, but it's also, they're expensive and you got to spend it and it's all this thing and it's not as convenient, but like, basically I'm too practical. My dream is to own a cool sports car someday, probably an old one, an old sports car. Hmm. All right. Um, point to Mark for dreaming even bigger. Uh, do I like your dream, Bob? And, uh, for me, I don't know. I want to go to Hawaii, I guess. I haven't done it because, I don't know. Life You've never it. been to Hawaii? Never been. Never? I either. I want to go. Dude, let's it's go. It's like the only goal I really have in life is I at one point want to go see Hawaii before I die. Dude, Hawaii's great. Seems cool. And then we're going to Korea. You guys, we're go I'm taking you to Korea. I want to do that so bad. Yeah, we're going to do it. Unless I have plans to go to Hawaii that weekend. We can hit it on the way. It's the same <laughs> same direction for the plane. Yeah. Deal. Uh, Bob, you're up. What's the greatest accomplishment of your life? Uh, tricking Mandy into marrying me. <laughs> Beautiful. Mark, what about you? Uh, I hope I haven't done it yet, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's not like I haven't done stuff, but I'm okay, still... Okay, point to Bob, because your answer is nothing. <laughs> no, 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 that's fair. I like your answer. Mine, mine will hopefully be having kids, but we haven't done that yet. Good kids, not bad kids. Be good kids. <laughs> if you're listening to this in the future, you better be good. <laughs> Thankfully, we're really early into this episode because we're almost halfway through the questions. Um, All right, cool. Speed rounds, everybody. You keep saying uh, that. You Mark, keep saying it. What do you value most in a friendship? One word. What did you just say? What do you value most in a friendship? One word answer. Loyalty. Bob. Height. <laughs> Point to Mark, even though I like that answer. Uh, Bob. Most treasured memory. Uh, 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 one time we were playing Scategories, which is a game where you're guessing words uh, with my grandmother at a Christmas party, and she couldn't remember the like a word, and she got really flustered, and she just went, oh, shit, in front of everybody, and it was the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my life. All right, Mark? Um, There was this Christmas where we got StarCraft from my dad, um, and we weren't expecting anything, and it's not like we were, we we're ready for anything, but, you know, we had heard about StarCraft, like, the a few months prior, and, you know, we didn't know if he could afford it, and we didn't think we were going to get it, and then we got it, and he he just let us play that game, me and my brother, all day. It was, love that. I have two that are tied, spending time with my grandparents on their uh, pontoon down in Kentucky, and just how happy Molly was on our wedding day and get to see her glow. Mm, that's um, Give yourself a point. Give yourself the point. All right. Ten points to me. Wait. Uh, stop. That's okay. We do multiplying here. What? Um, all right. From that happy note, let's go to Mark. What's your most terrible memory? Terrible memory? Probably my dad dying. I would have to say that, you know. Yeah. It was just like a pretty, like that whole night is just cemented in my brain. So I'll say that. Bob? Um, but, uh, probably the time where I had a, a serious nerve, uh, thing in my back where I was, I was oh, yeah. incapacitated for like a week. It's, it's an over a long period of time, but the pain, I remember the car ride, man, he took me to an urgent care and I could not stand it. Like I never felt pain like that in my life. I was screaming and crying. I was sitting in the waiting room of the urgent care with a bunch of people who were just like had colds or whatever, sitting there like actively crying, moaning out loud, like could not even fathom the pain. But then like that happened the day before we were supposed to move for a summer internship. I had to drive a car. I couldn't take my drugs to numb the pain because I had to drive a car uh, like six hours 
it was just that whole experience was just the most pain I've ever felt. It was unbelievable. I ate it. Burned in my memory. A lot of moments from that are burned in my memory. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I didn't notice this at the time, but I remember I, I have memories of the last night I had with my dad when he was dying. And I didn't even realize that was happening. And that's forever ingrained in my brain. And uh, I guess point to Mark for us both having lost dads. And it's not always about what you went through, Bob. It's about who we lost. <laughs> Whoa. I'll kill my dad if he'll give me a point. How many points is that worth? Uh, we'll talk after the show for legal reasons. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, Bob, you're up. If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you're now living? Why? I'm fucking gone, dude. I'm out of here. Mandy and I are selling our belongings, and we are going to do everything we've ever talked about, seeing the world. Well, she might want to keep some of that money and stuff because she does not necessarily die. She gets to move on. Well, no. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I a huge life insurance policy, and I'll die tragically. No, I mean, I don't know if she's in for all this, but we're doing everything. If I'm dying in a year, I have one year to see all of the things I haven't seen and do everything with Mandy that we've ever talked about. Because we have, we have all these plans, places we need to go and things we want to experience. But you don't get to do them all at once. We got jobs. I mean, she has a real job. I have this. But we're busy, you know? And uh, we would do that. We'd do as much of that as possible. Mark? Dude. Unis on is two. Can you oh, imagine? Shit. Like, oh my god! Not, that's the only way. Because <laughs> no, Bob and I weren't invited to that. It, it doesn't matter. Shut up. Like, <laughs> it, it, imagine like a year video, and it's just like even harder that last live stream. I would have record breaking live god. stream. People see. I, do I just blow up at the end of it? It's just like, all right, goodbye. Well, <laughs> you know. Oh, <laughs> and then the screen goes black. You would take the whole platform down with you for dying on stream. <laughs> I mean, you know, I hate to say this, but I'm not the first person i wouldn't have been the first person to do that man oh this is tough uh no points i like both your answers that would be crazy i know right it would be so insane like if you just ignore all the moral questions surrounding that that exist that yeah. would be nuts oh. uh all right mark you're up first lie to me what does friendship mean to you didn't we answer this question apparently not well i mean okay so i said it's not loyal. what you value most in a friendship it's what does friendship mean to you? oh it means you would do anything for that other person anytime anywhere doesn't matter like if you have a true friend like you're there for them period all right good answer bob well that's kind of like what i was gonna say so i'll just free ball it uh friendship is like a big boat and you're both on it and uh, don't sink the boat because there's only one life vest beautiful so you'd better work together and care for each other because that boat is all you've got i'm actually giving you both a, i was gonna give the point to mark because you said it was his answer but i liked your answer too so you both get a point congratulations uh, uh I think we're at Mark now, right? Uh, yes. No, Bob. Bob no, first. Bob. Bob first. Me. Me. What roles do love and affection play in your life? Uh, I mean, that's a pretty personal question. I don't know if that's the right, All right Mark. for that. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's how I, that's basically how I show people they matter to me. I'm not very good at like remembering your birthday or I'm not like a very thoughtful person in terms of planning. But when I show person love and affection, if I do something or if I'm there for you or whatever, like that's the main way that I communicate. Like you are important to me and our friendship or our relationship means something. So that's pretty essential to me. All right. Mark? Samesies. Give us both Great. Points. Point to Bob. No, come on. Samesies. We're on a boat. Love is like a boat. We're on a boat together. <laughs> no, no, two points to Bob. All right. You're, you're, you're sinking this ship very fast. We're on a, 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 what's the thing besides a boat? Uh, airplane. We're on an airplane. Only one parachute. It's going down. You got to make it work. <laughs> All right. Crashes. Point to Mark for acknowledging that his chance of winning is going down. <laughs> uh, Mark, you're first here. 
Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. Of uh, you? Yeah, actually. You know what? Yeah, well, Wade is the one we're trying to fall in love with. So Your great sense of humor. You're a good friend. Like, you're always there for the people that you care about. You give more than you get. And, like, huge ass. Enormous ass. Incredibly profound badonk. All right, that's five points for five truths. Bob, tell me how great I am. Yeah, no, uh, uh, you, uh, Mark kind of said all the ones I was going to say. <laughs> I'm just going to pick from the B list. Uh, uh, basketball? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, tall? Uh-huh. Uh, you, uh, you, uh, big house, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if I have the record for that, but. I'm trying to think of stuff outside of what Mark said. Uh, you're always very, um sincere i guess which doesn't seem like it should be a big thing but like i've known people and had friends or like roommates or whatever where even if you come to them and you're like i have a serious problem like they're just completely fake or not interested like you're very sincerely interested when people talk to you about whatever it is you're not selfish or picky about that you're generous with uh what you have i think all of us are pretty lucky and in you're very generous and you like to include as many friends as possible and you're you're always down to share you're again not selfish uh you really pull off the shaved head look i think it's a pretty good it's a good look i like these five items i think you might have gone above and beyond so i'll give you five points too he just he, he had two of the same one i don't even know how many i did six didn't you say like you're you're you give and then you're oh, they generous were different they were different all right mark give me one bonus one for an extra point you're taller he was unselfish me. in different ways Wait, wait, what did you say, Mark? I said he was telling me. Damn, I do like that. All right, I'll give you the bonus point. Bob, you're still up by one, though. What happened? Because I gave him a whole bunch of points earlier whenever oh, you overall, were overall. On the <laughs> I thought you meant, like, you give me a point, but somehow Bob still has more points in that round than me. No, not in that round. Just in Okay, total. okay, all right, that's fair, that's fair. Okay, cool, all right. Okay. In general, I'm up by one. All right, all right. Um, You're not going to say anything nice about us? You, you put chime in an answer and all those other ones, but this well, one no, you, you just guys, kind of over. I, I was thinking about it. No, you guys have always included me from the time to Drunk Minecraft and so on and so forth whenever like you know i didn't know you all that super well um that invitation that inclusion has always felt meant a lot to me uh compassion and generosity bob and i had a really really nice talk one night when we were at a convention i think it was when we were in louisville um we stayed up till like six in the morning just chatting about life and stuff and uh just relating things and kind of it brought us a lot closer and i always really cherished that memory uh mark whenever i had nothing was really struggling all the times you've helped out with like you know including us and in sponsored things or i mean hell you bought my very first computer that i was able to do any kind of content and stuff on uh keeping us in your life despite the fact that you could probably record videos or make content with literally anyone in the world but you still you could buy way better friends yeah but you you come back to us for some reason that's always meant a lot to me you guys are really funny getting to do this you know it, it's our job but getting to genuinely laugh every time we hang out and do stuff um makes my my day better makes my life a lot better the amount of caring you guys show to me and each other and others the creativity I, i'm so envious of the creativity you guys have uh, i feel like i'm not creative at all sometimes i'll have like a good one-liner or you know i'll have a t topic i find interesting or whatever else but like listen to bob tell stories like the fridge or whatever else whenever he gets fired up about something there's just nothing better mm -hmm. and mark when you're passionate about a subject and you just dive into it 
and it's just amazing to listen to that passion you can have for things. Uh, it's just an amazing quality, and uh, I'm going to stop now before I get teary-eyed because you guys actually suck. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, we, we, can, we can fuck after the episode's done, but we got to power through this. That's almost a perfect ending point. Oh, okay. Well, we got through 22. Oh, we only got to 22. <laughs> we got through 22 of the 30. I count six 36 questions. questions. Yeah. All right, let me let me find one final uh thing here. Yeah, we don't uh, want to end on a positive here. Nah, I can't have this lovey dovey. No, 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 another question. Just uh, I, I didn't know if there was something at the end of this to tell us like what it all meant, but I guess it means that uh, I I I guess to sum it all up, I can see how answering these questions and going through these could lead to people making those connections because typically a lot of this stuff is stuff that either goes unsaid like what we just talked about about each other or it's just stuff that you either take for granted or don't think to bring up in normal conversation because mm -hmm. a lot of times like you know what a first date you're like hey what's your job do you like sports mm -hmm. stuff like that yeah it talks about what's important yeah actually opening up to somebody about what you feel about different things like letting them know yeah my grandma means the world to me or you know I would love to have have more time with my dad but i wouldn't change anything because i'm happy with where i've gotten in life and the lessons i've learned like th those are things that resonate and I, I can see how this could lead to people feeling that connection more because it's forcing you to connect almost rather than skirting around the real questions because you're afraid of like well i don't want to you know jump in and show too much too soon what if they reject me it's like this is forcing you to dive into that stuff mm -hmm. any final thoughts on the study or valentine's day or love who won it love today who wins the love? Yeah, who loved the best? Who loved hardest? Well, Mark did not allow me to ask any more questions, and as I said after the last question, oh, right. uh, he, was, uh, or he was losing by one point to Bob, so... Uh, Wait, give me a chance, give me a chance. Mark Come literally cut me, me off me with chance. Bob winning. Come on! I asked you for uh, bonus statements, and I gave you every opportunity here, and you rejected it, oh, so yeah. uh, Bob is our winner. Wow, he really did try and leave you an opening there, Mark. I uh, did my very best to allow him to have any chance at anything, and he did not take it. You flushed Wade's love down the drain uh, just like you flush your poopies. Uh, you're assuming a lot about but me. But because you mean so much to me, I'll give you half a point, Mark, so now you only lose by half a point. Okay, that's that's fair. Okay. Congrats, Bob. We can still have a three-way later. Huh? Ooh, yeah. From Skyline or like sex? <sighs> both? I would go for both, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Feels good to win. Well, congrats, Bob. You're our winner. What, what? Do you have any victory speeches to say before we have our fun times? Feels good to hold Wade's uh, beating heart in the palm of my hand. I really won this with my witty lies and my delightful sounding half-truths. I really tricked Wade into falling for me so deeply. I look forward to our lives together. Separate, but together. Lives. Mm. Notice that I said that. Mm. And uh, yeah, I know I just really appreciate you uh, being putty in my hands, you know? Thanks. Well, it was my pleasure to host. I hope you all had a safe fun and probably very sexual valentine's day out there no no good food good meat getting the bed and fuck you know as they say mark any uh any closing words as the guy who literally chose to lose uh that's my last word great Thanks for listening to Distractable, everybody. If you'd like to find us individually, you can find Mark at Markiplier pretty much everywhere. You can find Bob, facebook.com slash myskirm or myskirm on various other platforms. I'm Wade, Minion777 or LordMinion777, whatever. You'll find me if you look. Uh, thanks for listening to Distractable. We are on YouTube now. We have merch. We have all kinds of fun things. I'm not going to tell you any of those links, though, because I don't have them memorized. Uh, maybe the guys do. You, you know where to find stuff? Just use the Google. It's out there. There you go. Yeah, Google. Don't we have a website? No, we got a website. Yeah, what is that? Distractiblepodcast.com. Distractiblepodcast.com. 
that's it. It's probably linked down there or something. Buy merch, download the podcast everywhere. Make us blow up and be the number one podcast in the world. I don't know, that'd be cool, again. Uh, anyway, until Bob's hosting next week. Uh, store.distractiblepodcast.com. Store, there you go. Anyway, happy Valentine's Day. Podcast out. <laughs>